we bless your name, O Lord Jesus. See our hearts. See our minds, Lord Jesus. Fill our hearts.
seminar, intensive ministerial training, every one of you have gone through it over the week. I want you to just pray prayer of thanks. Look at your life where you joined this church and look at your life now. Just as a thank God. You have cause to give God the praise. You have cause to thank God. Those of you who have children, they were not here with you when you came. Some of you. You conceived them here. 
you married here, you conceived here, you gave birth to all your children here. Hallelujah. And then you are seeing the grandchildren here. What a mighty God we serve. Look at what you were before. Look at what you are over the period. Those of you who came here with kids, they've grown up. They have become men and women. We give God praise for the health He has given to us. For sound mind, He has given us everything we need for life and for godliness. Remember what you knew about God when you came. Look at yourself now, fully loaded, fully armed. Hallelujah forevermore. Oh, Father, we bless your name. You who have been taught, now you teach. You might have seen God in the mirage before, but now you can see him face to face. What a mighty God we serve. We bless you, our King. We glorify your holy name. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are worshipped. Well, say hi to someone beside you with your with your knuckle. Make sure you don't give them knuckle. That will soon be over. That's what our Prime Minister said. You know that I love our Prime Minister. I talk about him all the time. Please be seated. And I have no apology for loving Boris Johnson. Amen. If another person gets there tomorrow, I will love him too. Hallelujah. I don't care about what people say about leaders. Because many of them have never been a leader before. You only need to be a leader to know what it is. To step into those shoes. But I like leaders who don't listen to criticism. But they are focused. Hallelujah. Unless the criticism is constructive. And we thank God for him. We keep praying for him that God will strengthen him. And all his decisions concerning this country as regards releasing us back to normal life. The church has to uphold him that God will expedite action quick so that it will be possible. Because they are giant step of faith for him. But they are subject to God helping us out of this situation so that we don't have a relapse. So let's keep praying for him. Before I share with you today, I want to ask you, how many, poor, how, many were, um, how many of you were sick or ill before this beginning? We started on Monday and God had healed you. Do I have anyone among you who have been, who have been here? If you were here on Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, yes, it was, I, I ministered to sick yesterday. But of course, the Lord heals all the time. If you have a tangible testimony... Something God did within this week. Anybody? If you are come out of where you are, and come and come and share that with us. God did something spectacular within this week. I want to testify. Yes, please come over.
Where is Pastor Baba? Yes, tell us, Pastor. Praise God. I just want to give this testimony to encourage someone here today that in this house, God is faithful. Even if you can feel it, He's working. So, my testimony today, I actually send it to mom to the test maybe she has not read it it just happened today like at work <laughs> i am usually i don't come out to come and give testimony like this but somebody will be encouraged by it so it's, it happened this afternoon during the morning prayers prevailing prayers for those of us who were there apostle prayed for workers and really prayed that God will reward us. So I was in the service, in the, the dish session. Then I, after the 2 p.m. session, I just said, let me check my email. And I just, I got a um, discretionary bonus. For me, it's not about the money. But the fact that the man of God prophesies to our life, and it came to pass almost immediately. I wasn't expecting any bonus. In fact, because I, I manage an early year setting. For this year, because of the COVID situation, we didn't even meet our occupancy target. We were given 95%. I think we got about 85% occupancy. Understandably, parents at home they cannot afford to pay the fees or maybe for one reason or the other they kept the children at home so that was the least of my of my expectation really and for the man of god to just pray for us and then after the meeting just check the email and just saw oh what is this it can only be god praise god what were you discussing with your with your daughter before then I was, <laughs> I forgot about that. In the morning, when I woke up, I woke up, I slept late, and then I woke up really early. And I was telling my daughter, I said, I just have this funny idea rolling on my bed that apostles should pray for people owing us. And then we went about our duty. I forgot about that. In actual fact, I was being owed money, which is like substantial. And then when you, when you need money, you're thinking, my money is locked up somewhere. The testimony about that as well is that on Monday, the person has not paid for, for some months. And then she just paid one, maybe... 10% of what she was owing, that was on Monday. I just said, oh, thank God for that. God will touch the heart of this person. Only to not have that discussion this morning that I just had this funny feeling that Apostle just said, Let's, let me pray for who are being owed. And then to just, for him to be led to pray for workers. And then for me to go and check my email and just saw that he, he blew me up. Praise God. So whatever you are waiting for, God is faithful. And the little prayer, the big prayer we do in this house, tune in. Delay is not denier. Whatever represents shame and reproach in your life, 
God will surely bring it to pass. Just keep on doing what you are doing and keep on looking up to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name. Pastor Baba, come and tell us what happened to you. Praise God. I'm so happy and I thank God that the God of glory is in the midst of us. I have a, a sickness that's been with me for so many years. I don't know whether I was born with it, but I've grown up, I've grown up with it. The problem is that every time and then I have what they call acid reflux. And that sometimes affects my speech, sometimes makes me feel uncomfortable. And sometimes there are certain food I cannot eat. But yesterday, something happened to me. <laughs> Here yesterday. You know, I carry in my pocket um, Gaviscon all the time. Because when I feel it's coming, I will take one tablet of Gaviscon. I will take it just to suspense it. But yesterday, I was sitting there. Uh, as that was, uh, Apostle was minister. Then I felt the acid coming to my chest. So I went into my inner pocket and I took one of the Gaviscon tablets. As I took it out to put it in my mouth, something hit it off my hand. It flew across and I was looking for it. I can't find it. I said, okay. I said, no problem. But after that, when I started praying, something came over me. From the crown of my head, I felt something goes through me all the way. Suddenly, all the discomfort and tension disappear within me. Since Wednesday, when I got home that night, because when I want to sleep, I have to raise my pillow up so that I don't sleep flat because it has to be come to my throat. But yesterday, I slept like a baby. Then what happened again? I didn't feel any symptom in the morning. I said, okay, so what I should, I don't normally eat. I start eating them on Thursday to try whether the acid will surface, but it did not. Praise the God of glory. Thank you, Jesus. What type of a man is Jesus? Hallelujah. What type of a man is Jesus? Hallelujah. What type of a man is Jesus? Let me tell you my own testimony. My wife was having a very terrible leg pain. And she was complaining that leg pain to me for some days. 
And she had asked me, I think, for about a week plus now, that I should massage her leg. And uh, strange enough, I don't know how to massage. Because whatever she wants, I give her. But the massage stuff, I don't have. But while we were praying and God was doing his healing on Wednesday, the power of God hit her where she was. All the pain disappeared. When she got home, you know that day I was saying to you that, it, I gave a testimony on that day about my daughter, when my daughter had an excruciating headache for some days, that I've told my family that I always differentiate between your father and the apostle or your husband and the apostle. When I stand on the pulpit, I'm not your husband, I'm not your father. Because if you relate with me in that level when I'm on poop on that unction, you won't get the benefit of it. And my wife, it was quite interesting to me when she said to me that she believed God for her healing and the Lord healed her. So I am free from massage. Amen forevermore. <laughs> I know that a lot has happened. Some have written me letters of, uh, and emails of encounters that they have had. We have so many uh, texts came in from people who are watching online. And some of those texts, we are going to be publishing them. Some are commendations, some are testimonies. Tonight, I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit. You know, this period, the evening time, we are looking at um, power encounter with Jesus. And I spent time dwelling on Jesus himself. When we looked at who is Jesus Christ. And the reason for it is that when you have knowledge, knowledge is power. And when knowledge is applied, it is success. And I believe very much that if anybody is, you know, still have issues about position of Christ and your position within the past three, four days, that has been clarified. Not only did you have affirmation or really understand better who Christ is, but you have also understood better who you are in Christ. Because when we talk about the revelation of Jesus Christ to God's people, it's two things. One, to help you understand deeper who Christ really is, and to help you understand who you really are now that you are born again. Inability to have this understanding means... A person will underlive his life on earth. A a believer will be living and he will be like unbeliever. Things will happen to you that happen to unbeliever and that will be your normal life. Or even things can happen to you that cannot happen to unbeliever or some unbelievers. Because you are ignorant of who you really are. You cannot know who you are unless you know who he is, the one who lives in you. But you know, I want to help you understand something tonight. And that is, who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? I know we have done a lot of a lot of um, um, teachings about the Holy Spirit, but 
you look at the scriptures very quickly, the book of Luke, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. It says in that scripture, give me King James version of that. And then I will take you to the NIV. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in Jerusalem, in the city of Jerusalem, until you are endued with power from on high. And the NIV puts it this way. I'm going to send you what my father had promised. But stay in the city until you are endued or you are clothed with power from on high. And from this scripture we understand the fact that the Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father to all who believe in Jesus. Now can I help you understand something? Promise is a decision made by somebody to give. And when promise is made, it becomes binding. And the person who is promised, once you can fulfill the condition of the promise, then the promise is yours. Really, we understand in law that when a promise is made to a person who is still alive, if you can transfer that promise to the one you promised, then it's absolute. You cannot call it back. Also, if you put it into a deed, you cannot call it back. You are bound to your promise. And when God promised, when Jesus said, Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father, the recipient is you and I who believe. And you must know that. God does not promise without fulfilling. Number two, Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. If you are looking for truth, you can only find it with the Holy Spirit. Number three, Holy Spirit is the only guide to all truth. The only guide to all truth. So we guide you to the truth. Number four, the Holy Spirit will reveal the mind of Christ. Or the heart of the Father. What Jesus is thinking about you, Holy Spirit will reveal it. The plans that God has for you, what you should accomplish in your life, Holy Spirit will reveal it. Your purpose for living. Number five. He will reveal the future to you. Holy Spirit is the revelator of your future. You can know your future. You can know the future of your people. You can know the future of your nation. You can know by the Holy Spirit what you have not been told. Anytime mystery is revealed, it is by the Holy Spirit. When somebody sees a vision, it is Holy Spirit who gives it. 
When somebody sees a trance, it is Holy Spirit who gives it. When somebody prophesies, it is Holy Spirit that puts words in their mouth. When somebody has a thought that just strikes his spirit, which is God's own mind, it is the Holy Spirit that beamed it into your mind so that you can, you can receive it. And then Holy Spirit will always glorify Jesus. How does he glorify Jesus? By enabling you and I to receive what Jesus has in stock for us. When people, are, when people receive their healing, is the work of the Holy Spirit. When people receive promotion, is the work of the Holy Spirit. When people conceive and have children, is the work of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the one who implements the promises of God and brings it to be. When you ask for anything from God and you receive that thing from God, is the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, and I will read the scriptures to you about that now. If you look at all these things I have enumerated to you, then I think we can conclude that the most important thing to any Christian on earth is the Holy Spirit. If a Christian does not have the Holy Spirit, well, we all receive the Holy Spirit when we are born again. But if a Christian does not or is not baptized in the Holy Spirit and filled with the Holy Spirit, there is a limit to what that Christian capacity can, you know, you know limit your capacity on earth. So, Therefore, Holy Spirit is the most important for any Christian on earth in your earthly journey. Look at the book of John, chapter 16, verse 12 to verse 15. It says, I have much more to say to you. This is Jesus speaking. More than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, one, he will guide you into all truth. And that's the second one I told you. Two, he will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears from me. That is, he will speak the mind of Christ. And he will tell you what is yet to come. That is the revelator of the future. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. That is every blessing that you can get and I can get. The one who bestows the blessing is the Holy Spirit. And then he says, All the Father, all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, The Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. Consider this statement of Jesus Christ. Now, when I was studying this, I said, No wonder. The Bible says the church is built on the pillar and foundation of truth. If you look at the book of Second. You know, 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. It says, if I'm delayed, you will know how to power people or to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of truth. So if the Bible says God's household is the church of the living God, and it is built on the pillar and the foundation of truth, all right? And Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. It means that the church of the living God is built on the Holy Spirit. You know, Holy Spirit is so, so calm. And, you know, when it's with you, 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 you hardly will sense it. But it's with you always. And because it's so calm, a lot of believers do not recognize it. 
Whereas, he is the one behind every activity of a believer on earth. Now, another thing that Jesus said Holy Spirit is, is the counselor. The King James Version calls him comforter. But if you look at the word comforter, you may just think that when you are grieved only. No, no. What Jesus meant by comforting is that he will counsel. When a person is confused, you need comfort. You need somebody who will counsel you. And when that person counsels you and reveals the truth to you, you are comforted. The same thing when somebody is sorrowful. You need somebody who has a, you know ability to calm down the gravity of the sorrow. And Holy Spirit does that as well. But I want us to have it in our mind, his counselor. So we have issues we don't understand. And we are going to God and asking God. The one who answers us is the Holy Spirit. You may have dream and in your dream you have vision. Somebody tell you what, you know, this is what is happening, this, what is this and that. It is the Holy Spirit that does all those things. It is the Spirit of the Most High. Now, during this conference, we are praying for this conference. The Lord spoke prophetically to us. And the prophecy is from the book of Ezekiel chapter 47. Verse 9 to verse 12. And I told you, before the prophecy came, I told you all that, you know, God is telling me that this convention, you will determine what you get. That's what the Lord told me. And I told you again and again. There are two women who went to the convention in Shiloh. One woman had some children. The other did not. So the gravity of barrenness was so heavy on the other woman. Every year they went to Shiloh and the husband would give her double portion just to pacify her. But that day, she decided that I'm no more getting any pacifier from man. My husband couldn't give me this thing I'm looking for. So she made up her mind to turn to God and rule with God. That was the year God answered her. I showed you in the, in the book of Mark 5. Jesus was passing by. And then a, a, a prominent man in society, who is also a priest, went to Jesus and said, Please come to my house and lay hands on my daughter. And so, because my daughter is sick, so Jesus said, Let's go. But as they were going, they met another woman who had become a peasant. The Bible says she had a condition that is terrible. And that condition, she has sold everything she had. She has suffered a lot from the hands of experimental people, doctors and people who use her for guinea pig. And she got worse. But that woman, if you look at what she did, she said in her heart, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Look, what you will need to recognize is that that woman, while Jesus was passing, not for the woman, but he was going to the house of the man. The baby, the child was still sick. But this woman, because of her faith and decision, stretched out and touched the garment and power left Jesus. 
And Jesus says, stop. Power is just going out of my body now. Who is the one? Who is the one? Who is the one? And he saw a woman trembling. And he said, people said that nobody touched you. You know, we are all pressing. The crowd is pressing around you. He said, no, 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 no. I know when heaven is touched by faith to when your body is pressing me. Your body pressing me cannot draw power. But your faith without touching me physically can draw the unction. And Jesus said, woman, your faith has healed you. However, when they left that woman as we were going home to the priest's place, people came to the priest and said, your daughter is dead. Certified medically dead. Don't worry the master. And Jesus looked at them where she sleeps. The people who were crying started laughing. Read that scripture, it will amaze you. When you come to Jesus, you determine what you get. Let me say this to you. Each one of you who is in Christ in Tabernacle to know that because over the years I've been teaching you about your life. What you put into your life is what you get. God does not perform magic. He performs miracle. And you are, my, you are my witnesses. A student cannot pray for distinction and then keep sleeping. He will get distinction, but in the reverse form. That is the lowest level of failure. That's what he will get. Because God don't power magic. You understand me? And so is the Holy Spirit. And I gave you a few other analogies. We looked at the life of uh, Bartimaeus, you know, blind Bartimaeus in chapter 9 of Mark. And chapter 10 of Mark. Who heard that Jesus was passing? And then he cannot see. But yet, he can cry. He can cry. He cannot see, but he can cry. Therefore, why am I, why am I, why am I said this? Because I want to take you into another section of this Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is so much that if anybody can dig deep into the Holy Spirit, you lack nothing. Because Jesus ended up in that very book of John. He said, all the Father has is mine. So the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. And so if you have the Holy Spirit in you, therefore you should lack nothing as a believer. You should lack nothing. And so the Lord said in the book of Ezekiel 47 verse 9, He says, swarms of living creatures were... Let me read it before verse 9. I think it's from verse 7. Ezekiel... You read from verse, verse 7. That will give us a fuller is it get forty seven I'm talking about? If you look at verse 7, it says, really maybe I will just talk about the verses before it. It said, when I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees. No, let me read from verse 1 so that you understand the full picture. The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east for the temple faith for the temple faced east 
the water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gates and led me around the outside of the gates, of the outer gate, facing east. And the water was flowing from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubic, verse 4, and led me through the water knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through the water to my waist, making three thousand. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that will, I could not cross. But the water has risen and was deep enough to swim, to swim in a river that no one could cross. This, this tells you something about about river, isn't it? This is a very very profound revelation. Some people are in ankle deep river. Some people are in knee deep river. Some people are in a waist deep river. But you can get into the depth of the ocean that you'll be swallowed up by the river. What is this river? If you look at the book of John, chapter 7, verse 38, it says, He that believeth in me, let me read from verse 37, really. John chapter 7, verse 37. On the last day of the, of the, and the greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow through him. And in verse 38, he said, He had. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, streams of living water will flow through him. If you look at the King James Version of that 38, Let's read it together. What do you say? He that So the King James Version calls it rivers. Isn't it? Of living water. Alright? Now look at the next verse. It says, by this he meant the Spirit, whom those who will believe in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not been glorified. Now, let's go back to that Isaiah 47. Ezekiel 47. Now, if you look at, therefore, the river that Ezekiel saw was the Holy Spirit. Some people will receive him and could dip. Some people will go to knee dip. 
Some people, it will go to your waist, but some bask in it. At the end of this lecture, I want to tell you what you need to do so that you can be overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit. But I will take you also to one significant thing about the Holy Spirit. A good number of us may, may not consider. <clears throat> you know, river. When you get into a river, you get drowned. If you, if you don't know how to and you jump into the river, you just get drowned. Which means that the water will enter your mouth. Every hole in your body will be soaked with the, with the water. And then if nobody rescues you, you bloat. Isn't it? But something different with this river. <laughs> you get drowned, but you will not bloat. It says, That is Ezekiel 47. It says in verse 9, Swarms of living creature. No, let me read from verse 8. He said, These water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Araba. Araba is Jordan Valley. Where it enters the sea, which is the Dead Sea. Those of you who went to Israel, you remember that Jordan came from up north, right through along the Jordanian border, and then towards the end into, you can see the, 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 salt, the Sea of Salt, the Dead Sea. Watch this. It says, when it empties into the Dead Sea, the water there becomes fresh. Talking about you. Has he not given life to all of us who are dead in sin? It is he who gave us life, that's the Holy Spirit. Your dead sea have been freshened. Listen to me. The Bible then says, not only that, swarms of living creature will live wherever the river flows. I want to, walk, to look at this in line of what Jesus said the Holy Spirit will do. When the Holy Spirit flows to a man, there is no failure. When the Holy Spirit flows to a person, there is no more deadness. Listen to me. Wherever it flows to, that is life. I remember some, you know, I told you this testimony. I'll say it again because some people are not there when I said it before. I was preaching one day in Oliver Baptist Church. And a couple, very young ones, they walked in at the aisle. And as I was in poop, the Holy Spirit said to me, call those couple to come forward. And I called them. Husband and wife. The wife looked so dry. No breasts. The figure was so masculine. Totally dry. No hips, nothing. And the Lord said to me that she's barren. I said, the Lord told me you are barren. And she began to cry. I lay hands on her because God said you will be fruitful. Prayed over her and her husband. Prophesied over her. Let me tell you something. Say the water, wherever it flows to, if it is dead, it will become fresh. Listen to me. The woman is sitting in front in midst of us today. The husband is here. Dickness and desire, stand up. Please. Turn to the camera. 
Does that woman look skinny? Excuse me, answer me. Does she look flat on her chest with no breast? Please be seated. Wherever the water flows to, it gives life. I want you to go and get your photograph in those days so that people can understand today. What was her problem? She said the story that when she was going to be married, because her mother died when she was very young. And when she was getting married, her stepmother was told to pray for her. And the stepmother said that this marriage you are going into, you will never see blood. Whenever you stool, you will only pull. That is significant in our own dialects. She, the, the, the woman spoke and her menstruation stopped the following month. From that day, she never menstruated. I would mean her. So, a woman who doesn't menstruate, how can she conceive? They tried everywhere it failed because they have not tried the river. Listen to me. The doctors in this country, they did all they could. The most expert professors, gynecologists, they failed. After every intellectual knowledge has failed, the Holy Spirit led her brother to invite them to church and they came. Let me tell you, that service that day was for them. Because where will it be that when they came, it was when I was preaching. Where will it be that the moment they came, they were identified, somebody that had never entered your church before, for you to stand and say, come to this altar. You know, it's weird. Because wherever the river flows, there will be life. The life. The issue of impossibility does not matter to the river. The mandate of the river is to reveal to you all Jesus has for you. Jesus is the healer. When you need healing, it is the river that can make you whole. He's the one who will reveal it to you. Jesus is the provider. If you need provision, it is the river that inside that river, when you when it becomes a river, you will you will be submerged under it, but you cannot choke. You cannot choke. You breathe within it. He's the one that heals your body, your blood, heals your body, heals your organs. When it touches you, something will happen to you. Which is contrary to your prevailing condition. I told you yesterday that the Lord said you should believe God for your friends, for your brothers, for your mothers, for your, for your children, if they are not here. Listen to me. Because the river walks by faith. You only need to recognize the river. Look, this scripture says that swarms of living creatures, we are living, we live where the river flows. Verse 9, there will be a large number of fish, prosperity, because this water flow, flow there and makes the salt fresh. This scripture is still telling us that it is salt water. You know why? It's still you and I. It's still you and I. It doesn't matter how miserable our life was before the river comes. But when the river comes, when the river comes, forget about it. Forget about it. But you understand, you can choose to have the river ankle deep. You can choose to have it knee deep. You can choose to have it 
wasted. You can choose to be submerged under it. I, I will, I will, I will ask you to, to, to decide that you want to submerge. So that the river overwhelms you. <clears throat> the river covers you. It's the river of God. The flow of which shall make man happy. That is what the book of Psalm calls it. It has life. It has provision. It does not matter the name you were called. What matter is how deep is the river. Let me help you know some things before we pray. <clears throat> if we look at... We have, we have established that this river is the Holy Spirit from the book of John 7, 38 and 39. But then if we look out further, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah saw the river also, chapter 44, verse 3. He says, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. If you look at Isaiah here, Isaiah covered one of the things that you need to get the river. He says you must be thirsty for it. Your thirst determines how much you drink. If you see water and you are not thirsty, you don't drink at all. If you are a little bit thirsty, you can sit down and wait for them to serve you water and take just a cup of water and that's it. But if you are very thirsty, you can take a gall of water and you begin to gorge it like that. To quench your thirst. And what God expects of believers is thirst for the Holy Spirit. Thirst for the Holy Spirit. You know, when we look at... Let me, let me just take you through this straight away. If you look at the book of 1 Corinthians... Chapter, chapter 14. Verse 1 says, Follow the way of law, and eagerly desire the spiritual gift, especially the gift of prophecy. Isn't it? Come on now, church. Is that not so? Is that not so? Did he say this one? Is he referred to apostles here? Is he referring to prophet here? Is he referring to evangelist here or pastor here? No! Everybody who believes in Jesus. The way of law. Jesus is the law. Follow his way. But on that way, have an eagerness, have a desire, have a thirst. It would be wrong to offer to a person who is not thirsty water. However, when somebody is thirsty, it draws the water instantly. This water recognizes thirst. And when you are thirsty, it comes straight to you. I want to leave every one of you with this. Your Christianity should change forever during this week. God has downloaded so much to us here. During this week, really I was saying to some people, my experience in this week has been the highest of my operations since CFC was started. Listen to me. Because when the Lord came to our midst, I could see, I could see angels. And I felt that I can open the eyes of everybody to begin to see. I could see manifestations and impartations that God has placed upon you all. And I told you, you will begin to see those manifestations. But you see, you must be thirsty. You must approach the Holy Spirit with grace. Are you not, is it not interesting that that Isaiah said... The outpouring precedes the blessing. 
So if you want real blessing that you will have beyond abundance, a level of blessing where you get to that you cannot owe because you have surplus. Get Holy Spirit first. Get Him first. He will lead you to the place of abundance. He will lead you to the place of provision. Holy Spirit will anoint your tongue. He will anoint your eyes. He will anoint your mind. Come on now. I think believers should seek Holy Spirit more than anything. Let me say, I told you last year, March, that I had an encounter. An angel appeared to me and told me a secret which I have never known. An angel said to me that uh, the reason why he sent to me this time is because there is something that the Father wants us to know. What is it? He said we always send the fire of the Holy Ghost to destroy enemies. Yes? Come and answer me. Uh, did you not do it before? Fire! When you hear a bird cry, what? Fire of the Holy Ghost, isn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. If you have a nightmare and you are terrified, you get up. Fire! Holy Ghost, send your fire! Send your fire! And he sends his fire. Of course, you call him, he sends his fire. There are two storehouses the Bible spoke about. The storehouse of hail, where God gave hailstones to fire battle. And the storehouse of blessing. Are you with me now? So you have storehouse where the armories of God is, where you apply for it for, for battle. But the angel said that, but you have not been asking the fire of the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, to send his fire to your mind, to your body to your soul, to destroy whatever the enemy planted. My brain opened. That is correct. No wonder Paul said, I pray that you be sanctified through and through. What sanctifies you? Fire of the Holy Spirit. What purifies you? Fire of the Holy Spirit. From that time my prayer changed. You see, sometimes you want to do something and you feel so tired that the time will go over and then you wake up again. You think it is natural? It is not natural, my friend. Why is it that your bone rise many times over vain things? Some people can talk, 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 on phone and stuff. But when you sit down to read, five minutes you are sleeping. Did it happen to you before? It happened to me too before. He happened to me too before. Really, when I have examination the next day, that I've made up my mind that, oh boy, I will read the morning. I sat down to read. After 30 minutes, I was feeling tired. Do you know what? I said to myself, you tire, you fail. Okay? I got up. I started shadow boxing. For real. I was doing shadow boxing. When I do shadow boxing, I will see the tiredness. I spent about five, ten minutes doing shadow boxing. Shadow boxing, when you do it, three minutes you are tired, exhausted. Move, 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 move. Who am I boxing? I'm boxing myself. Paul said he boxed his body. <laughs> then I started praying in tongues because it's me. I have to read till morning. Pray, 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 pray for another thirty minutes. When I finished praying in tongues, the whole body had been energized. When I sat until morning, my brain was agile, active, and I came very well in that examination. 
You have many reasons that will come to your mind why you should rest at the time that you should be doing active things. Let me tell you this. Holy Ghost is very good. Holy Spirit is very good. You must fast for it. Now, let me end you up on what are the instructions of Jesus to get in the Holy Spirit. Number one, that thirst that Isaiah spoke about, Paul called it eager desire. Eager desire. Desire is different from eager desire. When you desire things, you may not remember them for a few days. When you eagerly desire something every day, number of times in the day, it will come to your mind and it will come to your request. That is eager desire. Seriously about it. <laughs> then the second thing is that if you desire it, how do you express your desire? By asking God. Asking God for it. It says in the book of Luke chapter 11, 9 to 13. I know we all quote the scripture, ask and stuff, but let's see why Jesus really said this. He says, so I say to you, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For anyone who asks, receives. I want you to look at that statement. Anyone who asks, present continuous tense, isn't it? Correct? And then receives present continuous tense, isn't it? That has to do with eagerness, desire, thirst. It didn't say anyone who asks, receive. No. Continuously asking. Continu- Any success you got, you sought it continuously on earth for you to get it. Some of you sought success for years. Don't you understand or your dreams? You follow your dream for years until you get what you're dreaming about. So when you pray concerning the Holy Spirit, you don't stop. You don't stop. You don't stop until this happens. You know, some of you have prophetic words spoken about you. They are hanging over you. They are waiting for you to act. To act. Are you with me now? They're hanging over you. I told you, when I, before I was conceived, the prophet came to my mother and said that the first son God will give you will be an apostle will be based in England. My mother said, well, I don't know the way to England. If God give me a son, I'll give him back. Because when they were worshipping idol, first son is for, the set, for Satan. So for them as idol, former idol worshipper, to give their first son to this God is not anything. It's a normal trend. That that boy is the first one in this house, this new God that we know. If we give us a son, that son, that first one is for him. Then he will give us other sons, which is for us. So, when I was conceived just about a month or so plus, my mother said that the prophet came and said that that child is in your womb now. There is no scan in those days. But spiritual scan. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you in this house too, I remember that where your mothers conceived you, the Lord told me who you are in the womb of your mother and I told your parents and when you came out, that's what you are. There is spiritual scan. It is Holy Ghost who give it to you. Holy Ghost give it to you. 
Can you imagine when somebody has a particular burden in their heart and they stand before you without talking and you tell them that, look, about this thing that you are, you are bothering, don't worry. Will you not give them faith? Will you, will you not give people faith? You haven't spoken to anyone about it. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to the person that you are speaking to. And he told you that these worries you have, why do you worry about it? Because the Lord had done it. If the person did not see that thing happen immediately, I tell you something, he can never doubt that it will happen. Because he didn't tell you about it. Has that not happened among you with me? Has it not happened? It is Holy Spirit. And the way to it is what I'm telling you. you. You don't live a day without Him. You desire Him. He is the one who endows wisdom. He is the one who gave Oholi and Bezalel. When the Bible says God appeared to Oholi and Bezalel, it is Holy Spirit that, that came out of God into them. When God appeared to Solomon, it is Holy Spirit that came into him. The Spirit of wisdom entered into him as the Holy Spirit of God. What do you want to become in, on earth? It is the Holy Spirit that can make you those things. And so, ask. He who asks, receive. To he who knock, the door is open to him. For everyone who asks, receive. He who seeks, find. And to, to him who knocks, the door will be open. He says, sorry, night. Ask, you will receive, it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. Ten says, for everyone who, see, who asks, receives. He who seeks, find. He who knocks, the door is open. Which of you, fathers, if, you, if your son asks you for fish, will give him a snake? He said, or if, you, if he asks you for egg, you will give him scorpion. O oh Lord, O oh Father, O oh Father, verse 13, if you then, who are evil, know how to give good things to your children, listen attentively, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to who? To who? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I just heard the Lord spoke to me. You should hear his voice. You should hear his voice. Oh. But you have to ask. You have to ask. If you desire, you ask. Many of you are asked for other things and you got them. Come on now. What about the Holy Spirit? What about the Holy Spirit? When I was a last of you, no, I was a student of you. I told you how the Lord will come and reveal things to me, a paper, exam paper to me. When I said it in the, the midst of the people with me then, Pastor Debbie was there, Pastor Sidney was there, Pastor Isaiah was there, Pastor Emmanuel decided to go and test it. And he said, he prayed and said, you Lord Jesus that appear to a person and show him. I'm doing banking paper three or something like that. They call that banking paper. It's a beastie paper. That paper, they fill it and fill it and fill it. And he went to the library and he went into a little sleep. You know, that is trans. And he saw the, the question paper, banking paper, 
three or whatever, and they wrote all the questions. Because he was asking physically, he was eager to memorize it. <laughs> he read everything, he read everything in his eagerness, having read and read and read and read and read, he woke up. Ah! He quickly put, took his pen and started writing. The ones he wrote that he could write down, they came out word for word, letter for letter, comma for full stop. It has happened to me several times. Come on, let me tell you something. If the Lord can tell me what you are thinking in your mind, how much more what anybody have written as exam? We have testimony in this church of a woman too who started seeking God concerning what I said around the Holy Spirit. And she was going to go to an interview and she had a dream before the interview. And on that dream, she saw all her interviewers and what each person asked and the question to answer them. She went to the interview the first, next day. It is exactly like that she saw. Come on now. You know that songwriter say, I've taken you too small in my eyes. Oh Lord, forgive me. You must ask. It is your right to do so. It's not by your experience. It is by His promise. Once you are a child of God, He promised you. Not because you are fasting so much, because you are, you are, you are very strong. No, forget about who you are. Whether you feel strong or you don't feel strong is not what I'm talking about. Ask with your mouth. And let your asking come from the heart to the Lord. Some of you, God said you'll be an evangelist. Some of you, God said you'll be a prophet. Some of you, God said you'll use in the apostolic office. And yet, you are looking at me. The things I'm doing is what I'm telling you. Do it. Follow me as I follow Christ. And you will encounter. You don't get manifestation of the Spirit by just looking. Somebody needs to knock the door of heaven. With confidence that God promised. Somebody to seek after the way. With confidence and with resilience that I will get this from the Lord. This In this year, I will get it. In this month, I will get this gift from the Holy Spirit. And then begin to seek Him. And then begin to seek Him. I've told you, three times a day prayer is enough for you to seek anything. Then, He will knock your door. Really, the day He will knock your door, you will not be seeking Him at that time. You'll be going your own business and you'll say, I am here. <laughs> I am here. Who are you? Uh-huh. As long as you don't get afraid like my wife did. One day, before we pray, I tell you this joke. You know, God will speak to me. And I will tell my wife, this is what the Lord is saying. So one day, my wife went to God and said, why is it that in this house, you come into this house, you speak to my husband, you don't speak to me. We both sleep on the same bed, you will reveal to him, you don't reveal to me. God, I want to hear your voice. I want to, little did she know that God heard. And the day the Lord came to her, she was alone. And the Lord called her name. Like the way I will call her. So, I wasn't at home. Who is calling me? She was so scared. She was so scared. Look around, there's nobody but I just had my name. But she remembered that she had been asking God. And after, you know, when God, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you like that, and you're afraid, He will back off for a while. He's a gentleman. When you say gentleman, the most gentle, <laughs> He will back off. And after a while, when her adrenaline has calmed down, he now spoke into her mind, her spirit. But when the Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit, it will be distinct and audible, but not in the physical. 
Many of you have not had him physically or deeply because you will run. Are you with me now? You will be afraid. What can make you put you into that position is consistent prayer, 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 seeking him and asking him, seeking him and asking him. You will build your faith and when he appears, you will not be afraid. And so he now told her an information and a date or when the occurrence will happen. Just an hour after, the person who God told her about phone and said that, you know, we just want to inform you that on this date we want to do this thing. He said, that is the date. He said, this day or the other day, other day. He said, no, this one is the day because the Lord just spoke to me less than an hour. That date and it's for you. Listen to me. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you all truth. Let's stand upon our feet. We are going to lift up our voices to God and pray. If there is anything for tonight, it's for you to hear. If there is anything for tonight, it's for you to soak under the water. The river of God, from wherever you are deep now, get ready to dive deep into the ocean of the river. Lift up your voice. I'm going to thank God the Holy Spirit first. Just give Holy Spirit praise. We just exalt and magnify your holy name. Do we thank you, God, the Holy Spirit, for who you are? We worship you for who you are. We worship you for who you are. Oh, God, the Holy Spirit, we bless your name. Lift up your voice and worship him. Thank God. You know something with the Holy Spirit is just for you? No one is nearer to you than him. Lord, we worship you. Thank God the Holy Spirit. Begin to say, Holy Spirit, I thank you. 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 Lift up your voice, I'm going to worship him. Lift up your voice, I'm going to worship him. Thank you, God, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, the Holy Spirit. The river, 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 river of God. We exalt and magnify thee. We exalt and magnify thee. Now begin to tell the Holy Spirit of God, fill me, Lord, fill me, Lord, fill me, Lord. Promise of the Father, come, come, come. Promise of the Father, come. Prate, prote, prete, legre, lebra, roto, sopre, lemendo, me parekete, legutta, ramasata, la marode, ereglotti, merekeponda, lebrosita, ramasande, e candrabasoto, lebrekete, lebremosopa, e kale, yebreipra, la mangro, lo sicra, la dende. Come, the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Ghost. Pray, ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's a sweet, sweet spirit. In this place, 
Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. The promise of the Father, the promise of the Father, receive the Holy Spirit. Yes, he said, wherever it flows, there is life. Wherever it flows, there is life. Organs that have been dead have been revived back to life right now. It flows to your kidney. It flows to your liver. It flows to your heart. It flows to your chest. It flows to your body. It flows to your blood. It flows to your womb. Be fruitful. Wherever it flows, there is life. Wherever it flows, there is life. It flows to your waistline. It flows to your spine. Taking away infirmity from there. Wherever it flows, life, 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 life. Wherever it flows, there is life. Wherever it flows, there is life. You receive the life of the Spirit now. 
Yanda Sebrata to your ankles, to your knees. Receive life right now. Without legs, receive life. Without hands, receive life. Maskarabasanda. Meskorimre de Boshonte Moribaria. Yes, wherever he flows, there is life. There is life. Restoring mind that have been disturbed. Life into your human mind. Restoration to your soul. Oh Lord, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your holy name. There is no bad news. He turns all bad news to good news. Don't be downcasted. Your salvation is at hand. He controls the universe. All the assets of the Father is in His custody. All the assets of the Father have been entrusted to the Son. And the Son had given into the charge of the spirits. Whatever you lack, you receive now in the name of Jesus Christ. Your family members that are not here, wherever they may be, that with the lack, they receive now by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Someone said before, how long will I remain in this? You remain in it no more. For wherever it flows, there is life. 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 You are set free in the name of Jesus. Your life is a testimony. And it shall be a testimony. God the Holy Spirit will worship you. We exalt and magnify thee. Thank you for putting your holy flame in our lips. Thank you for increasing the capacity of our reasoning. Thank you for all you have taught us this week. Thank you for reminding us what the Lord had taught us. You are the one who brings our memory into our memory what we have learned, that which has been revealed at the time of use. Give you the praise and honor and glory. The one who began the good work, that is you. You will complete it. Aha. It does not matter how many times a man failed in life. What matters is the end of the failure will be success. 
And when success comes, he forgets all his period of trying and failing. And the glory of success will overwhelm and fill all the gaps of failure. That is your portion from tonight. I call this day the day of your success. I call this day the day of your glorification. The Holy Spirit of God will glorify the Son in your life. He will bring to you what belongs to you and give you the understanding to access them. That which He has endowed upon you today as you live this day will begin to manifest. Your sick body has been made whole. Test your body now, you discover it's gone. Somebody who is having a pain in the right side of the chest, you have been healed during the prayer. It has nothing to do with your heart. Don't be afraid. Break it to Burundi Anyone who has a dead organ, maybe some part of your organ is failing. Your heart, your liver, your kidney, your pancreas, you have received life during this prayer. They spring forth like poplar tree. That is what it says. May spread abundance. Your spiritual strength that has been sapped off you is restored tonight. Some of you who used to have revelations from a long time, you have not. From this time, your mind is refreshed. Ability to hear the voice of God distinct in your spirit, the voice of God audibly in your ear. You receive that tonight in the name of the Lord. The Lord has signed a messenger at the door of your lips. We worship and glorify your name. In Jesus' anointed name. Bring out the oil that the Lord told me that I should pray over. And I want to pray over that now. Hold it in your hand. Mary, you lost Lady Bones, Saragrandos, Capra, Mondo, Sandai. We know that all lubricates in our own human time. But beyond that, all consecrates. It's written also, anyone seek among you, let him call the elders, anointing them with oil. And then prayer of, of faith will heal the sick. So oil is significant. Miss Parotesi, he poured the oil upon my head, anointed my head with oil, and my cup running over. And then the next thing says, Grace and mercy shall manifest all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. By the anointing today, grace, mercy, blessings and riches from heaven. I call you to manifestation. I decree your cup will run over. By this anointing, the Lord will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Your hand will rise above your head. Doors will open for you in unusual places. 
for there is nothing difficult, nothing difficult. The oil lubricates. I say the Lord will succor you. He will anoint you with ease. Oh, ease to accomplish set goals. It brings healing to bones and organs. By the anointing of this oil, strength from heaven will come into your soul, into your mind, into your spirit. Anybody that is depressed shall be totally healed and restored. Anybody that is troubled in the mind shall be totally set free in the name of the Lord. By the anointing of this oil, the glory of your presence will go will manifest in everybody. Barakabush speaking and die. We go into another year. Every prophecy spoken throughout this week, every declaration made throughout this week, by the anointing of this oil, we seal them in the name of Jesus Christ. That the Lord will assign His holy angels on the assignments. Until those words are fulfilled in your life and those prophecies take place in your life, you will, you will spring forth like the poplar tree. You will not be hindered by any power, but by any reasoning, you will not be hindered. The God, the Holy Spirit, will grant you insight, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He will grant you sight to see into the mystery of your life, into the future that is to come. And He will guide you every day into the path of truth, so that the rest of your days shall be days of fulfillment. You will fulfill your years, you will fulfill your days. The lame will walk, the blind will see, the dead shall be raised. Carry power. The power of heaven on high is invoked into this oil. And by the anointing of this oil, that which God has spoken in the scriptures shall be fulfilled. And the name of the Lord God be glorified. Favor will surround you like a shield. Mercy will enwrap you like a cloud. Father, we bless your name. Whatever be your requests within this period, I declare them granted. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I read into you right now, according to the instruction of the Most High. May the Lord answer you each time when you come near to Him. When you are in distress, He will stand up for your cause. May the name of our God, the God of Jacob, protect you all your days. May He send you help from the sanctuary, angelic help and human help. And may the Lord grant you support from Zion. He said, May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and all your giving may the may heavens open unto you and may flood get poured down unto you rain to bless all the works of your hand and may lord accept your bond offering and all your prayers shall not be in vain may the one who fights the battle for his people may he go before you jehovah sabah and fight your battle for you all the desires of your heart shall be granted and the lord shall empower you to fulfill the dreams that he has given to you he will make all your plans succeed. Resources will come for you today to fulfill all the plans of your lives. The shout of victory, the shout of victory, the shout of victory will be resounding in your life. 
You will be victorious in all battles. And you will lift up the banner in the name of the Lord of hosts. And may the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the one who said unto Abraham, I am God Almighty. And unto Moses he said, I am the Lord. I am that I am. And Lord, uh, 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 the one who, who appeared in Bethel to Abraham and to Jacob and made a covenant with Abraham, I am the one who has come in the flesh. And we, 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 we beheld him. We beheld him in the glory of the Son. The one whose name has been given above all names. That at the name of Jesus, every name shall bow. He will tabernacle with you. He will reveal himself to you more and more. All your spiritual senses that are open in this convention, you will be able to see glaringly. Dreams will change from this hour. Trans and visions and understanding shall be granted unto you. Understand of mystery. So you receive it in this very meeting. May the Lord anoint your head with fresh oil. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Anoint yourselves now. If somebody doesn't have around you, just go anoint that person. If you are watching me at home, anoint your children. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Marasuko Baba. Zatalelowski Pronimodode. We give you the praise and honor and glory. We thank you. We thank you. I want a song of praise. One thing we ask of you, brother, mother, come and sing for me. Because it has become your handwriting, isn't it? Put your hands together for the Lord tonight.
please let me see it. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that somebody has been blessed tonight. Wow. I've been asked to take the offering, but uh, that is, something happened to me last night. I've tried to keep it. I don't know how I will go about it, but uh, let me finish the first assignment. You know... The Spirit of God is moving in this house and has ushered us to the next phase of the mandate given to our Father. Yesterday, as our Father and the Lord were speaking, I should have done this to Him. I saw a vision. As He kept on teaching and preaching, and we entered into the prayer after His teaching, I saw an angel of the Lord blowing a trumpet and the trumpet was bringing people from across the nation men women coming together as they hear the sound of the trumpet and as I was looking at the trumpet I could see oil was coming out of the mouth of the trumpet falling on those people that were being guarded as the sound of the trumpet was going forth and I saw suddenly that that army has been formed to become a militant army who has been trained and fashioned by God and I heard the angel says that the teaching and the preaching that we have been receiving within this time has prepared an army ready for the mandate given to this house so the phase has come that none of us will sit on the fence every grace mandate impartation and boldness has been given those of you that were around those that were watching via through all the platforms the spirit of god touched them and so an army has been formed the promise that was given to the father those of you that are part of it all of us but specifically as daddy said it you determine how far because god has given all of us the same invitation amen all right let me move to the next part before we honor god with our substance tonight i wanted to turn with me quickly because as i was asked to come and take the offering i was just praying and the spirit of god i had in my mind to read some 50 but i heard god like our father and the lord spoke so clear and so point on the spirit of god speaks so clear but if you care to know you will hear are you with me it is extremely important and he directed me to this scripture exodus chapter 12 
We want to read from verse 35 to 36, Exodus chapter 12. And the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed. I'm reading from the NLT. They asked the Egyptians for clothing and articles of silver and gold. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites. They gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped the Egyptians of all their wealth. Amen. They stripped the Egyptians of all their wealth. And I heard the Spirit of God said, You know, we know Egypt is a type of the world. And whatever we have needed or whatever God has made for you and I, as God spoke to his servant that we should come to the tabernacle, the place he has chosen, and all of us obeyed the voice and gathered here under the instruction of him that lives forever, He said he gave them favor before the very people that have oppressed, taking them for granted, and had taken all what they have toiled for over 400 years. But when they were about living, you know the scripture in chapter 4, he says, I will not let you go empty-handed. That which you are due, I will cause you to receive it. And in the fulfillment of that scripture, God granted them favor. And so I heard God said, in this season, whatever was, whatever we were denied, it will come with ease. Wherever you were rejected, this time favor will come for you so you'll be accepted. You will see an unusual favor that will open doors, says the Spirit of God. And so I want you tonight, as we are to give to God, I was sitting down saying to myself, even if I give everything to God for the fact that He gave me the Holy Spirit, that is enough. You heard the exposition that came. If, and that explains, I said, God, how can I get the understanding of our Father? Because do you see how he can rubbish the devil? He makes the devil no effect. Why? Because of his depth of understanding and revelation. So tonight, I want you to rise up with an appreciation, with an offering, knowing that the most treasured gift of heaven has been given to us. And we are given to honor him in response to his word. Definitely, favor will distinguish us in this season. Shall we rise up to our feet, please? Father, we want to thank you. We know you speak, and you speak so clear. And so, sweet Holy Spirit of God, You mandated through your servant for us to meet you in the place you have chosen. And indeed what we have witnessed over the past days confirms that you spoke. And indeed today you have confirmed to us that there is no limitation whatsoever. 
the most important treasured gift of heaven you have endowed us with and so therefore tonight in response to that we come saying thank you papa thank you for what you have done we bring this appreciation and this gift not to bribe not to ask you but to honor and to worship you and to give you praise for what you have done in our lives thank you for your favor thank you for your honor thank you for your deliverance in jesus name we pray amen shall we can we take our seats please So we are going to do a special number, it's called In This Room, Um, and as you hear the song, I just want you to reflect on the words. Part of it talks, talks about us in accordance with Romans 12 verse 1, bringing our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to to God. So I just want us to reflect on that. The song ends with us saying, whatever is in us that God doesn't like, we're going to give it all up. Amen? Anything in us that isn't of God, we'll give it up. So I just pray that you're blessed, blessed by the song.
Father, we thank you. This is the holy offering that has been brought in by your holy people. We ask that let your holy fire come from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Shall we please take our seat? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Well, we've had a wonderful time this week so far, but guess what? The week is not over yet. Hallelujah. I'd like to welcome anyone joining us for the first time. If this is your very first time in Christ's very tabernacle and you're in this auditorium, can I request that you please raise up your right hand wherever you are? Anyone join us for the first time in the auditorium today? Anyone up there? No one's joining us up? Okay, now let me show up a few people. How many people are coming into this auditorium for the first time this week? Can I see you raise your hands up? Alright, it's okay. I left some goodies at the back and I'm going to pack it all up. How many of us are coming to the church for the first time this week? Can I ask that we please stand? Okay, I've just done a quick count. I'm going to reduce the number of packs that I've left there for those who are coming into the auditorium for the first time because I now know there are very few of us. Thank you very much. Please be seated. 
And those joining online, for the benefit of those joining online for the first time, choir, can we sing You Are Welcome, please? You are welcome. joining us online, you are welcome to Christ for Tabernacle, where, where we're building overcomers for tomorrow. Indeed, the Lord is building overcomers for tomorrow. Please send us an email to let us know you've joined us today, and we'll reach out back to you. Now, as I said earlier, for those who are coming into the auditorium for the first time this week, you probably would not have received your special notepad, courtesy of the light of the world. And I know there are only very few people, and I saw the faces. So if anyone else approaches the desk to say they want to pick up a pad, I'll say, well, you didn't get up. And if you didn't get up, you're not entitled to one. Actually, I don't even need to say that because you've disqualified yourself by not acknowledging. Um, but all the same, there's an additional condition why you can have a copy of that notepad. The notepad was given so that we could take notes during the morning seminars throughout the course of the week. There's one more seminar tomorrow. It's at 12 noon. And it's the global, it's a, it, it's a business, a professional center. And please don't tell me you're not a professional. Don't tell me you're not in business either. Because there's something there for every single one of us. Actually, it's remarkable. I don't know about you, but when you watch the news, when you listen out to what's going on, keep your antennas tuned because the Lord will reveal things if we're expectant. Tomorrow, the Economic Impact Seminar is on UK and global trends and key considerations post-COVID-19 and Brexit. You can't do anything about it. You're either, either you're an employee or you're an employer. You will be affected by what happens the global trend. You need to know what you ought to do and how you need to lean going forward. If you've not registered, please ensure you do that this evening. If you've misplaced the link, please send it through to um, 0795856. 858604 07956 there it goes 858604 please send a text message and you'll receive the link to enable you register it is important that you pre-register and can I also please request please come online at least 10 minutes before 12 the session would start at 12 noon promptly and you might get held back because if everybody waits until the last minute, you then get delayed. And you might miss the key nuggets that starts off the day. So it's important you get prepared, get ready. Don't tune in at 12 on the dot. Do that a few minutes before, ideally 10 minutes before. You might be in the waiting room, but then it's slowly you're, you're let in. And I'll also like to remind us that tomorrow we've got service here at 7 p.m. 1900 hours tomorrow. Saturday, the 6th of March, will be the last evening session that we would have in the course of this week. 
Please come prepared, invite your friends and those who have been held back during the course of the week because of work. We can already see that some of us have turned up tonight because they've been otherwise engaged. I'm sure most people are available tomorrow. Please come in prepared. And can I also remind us that Sunday is our normal service. The doors would open from around about 9 a.m. But please note as well that we require you to come in on time so that we ensure that we are well seated before the service starts. Those who have not picked up their 2021 calendar, it's also available for you on your way out. And the Lord will bless you richly. I'd like to welcome Mommy. Let's welcome Mommy, please. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God for the message tonight and thank God for the blessing that we've been receiving right from the beginning of this conference. So powerful, it's wonderful. And uh, we are all taking this with us as we enter into our new year and it will remain with us forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we rise to bring the meeting to a close, please? As we read the book of Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.
be unto us according to our confession. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Ah, please be please be seated. <laughs> Please keep your seats and ushers will lead you out row by row.